Hi, welcome to Gather Influence Podcast. This is season six. My name's Vanessa from Montreal and my my co-host Kathy actually has an incredible podcast herself, which she's in an incredible season. You've got to listen to it. It's, it's the strong way. And so make sure you go find that on your way that you do podcasts and have a listen to that. But we have been featuring this term together the gather voices from our first ever coaching cohort and I trust that it has been not only equipping and inspiring for you but you would also find your voice and an invitation to continue to bring your voice to front and center of many conversations, many rooms, um, many atmospheres and environments where your voice called by God is meant to be. Gather Voices Coaching Cohort is launching again in the very, very near future. And we are so anticipating a transformative experience with all of you that can join that coaching cohort. We've got guest coaches coming in from all over the place all around the world quite literally and you will be monthly for six months in a zoom in online and live coaching and then it will culminate at gather rise in november we would love to have you on that journey invest into your voice invest into your god-given voice in this season and let us call that up and out of you and see it raised and released even at new levels of effectiveness and clarity in this season that is requiring every woman to find her voice so why don't you listen today to our guests and these have been gather voices in the cohort great girls in the cohort and we have today Caitlin Say as she is interviewing Jocelyn and she is talking here about living creatively with the Holy Spirit. It's a really, really profound, rich conversation. And then Liz Ojo interviews a phenomenal girl called Annie. I love these girls. They're local to Montreal and our local house here and just great great calls on both their lives as well and they have a conversation about being millennial women and they start to talk about leadership and church life and cancel culture and and really what they long for as millennial women and it's a really really great conversation and uh, Liz is a creative millennial communicator they both are actually and she's passionate about seeing people live in their god design she is a solution architect by day and a writer and a creative by night and so you're going to love her and Caitlin is so familiar to the gather story and again what she's doing across our nation as well with this generation of youth and and girls and really equipping them. And so she has this great, great conversation and um, you're going to love both of them. So just stay, stay on the journey with us, connect over with Kathy as well, and really prayerfully consider your place in Gather Voices as we launch a new cohort. You are so loved, girls, and enjoy this conversation. Hey everyone, my name's Caitlin Say. I'm from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and I've been part of the Gather Voices coaching cohort. And today I am thrilled to be hosting the Gather podcast, welcoming our guest, the stunning Jocelyn Freeman. 
I'm especially looking forward to our conversation because today we're talking about living creatively with the Holy Spirit. And Jocelyn, you are one of the most creative people I've ever met. Here are just a few of the creative things that you have put your hands and heart to over the years. You started the Simply Beautiful nonprofit organization for girls and young women. You started a fiberglass repair business that you ran successfully for years. You've taught voice lessons and leadership and mentorship to youth. You've taught discipleship and you've been the discipleship coordinator at a Christian school. You're currently a pastor at at Jubilee Christian Center in Calgary, and you now work as an interior designer at Tailored Homes and Design. That is an amazing assortment of things, a creative assortment, some would say. You absolutely astound me. Your out-of-the-box thinking inspires me. And so I'm just gonna start off by asking Jocelyn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being here. What is creativity? Well, creativity is not what everyone maybe thinks it is. It's not, uh, to me anyways, it's not a being gifted in an art or being a poet. Creativity is about opening up your entire being to um, allowing the Lord to speak to you in whatever way to draw your attention into anything that he needs you to walk into um, and being able to do it with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which will always make it out of the box. It'll always make it probably different than the last person that did it it'll it'll make it unique to what God wants to do at that time through you and so you get to color outside of the lines per se with your life so amazing well you absolutely do that in some really lovely ways color outside of the lines with your life so for some of us we're just thinking okay i would like to try that try some coloring outside of the lines but maybe we're not exactly sure how so jocelyn how do we embrace a creative life led by the holy spirit or maybe better asked how do you so for me i think it has a first step and i think that first step is actually knowing the lord and allowing him to be your best friend And the second step is maybe something we don't talk a lot about. And Caitlin, I don't think this has come up in my mind until just now as we're processing this, but it's actually knowing yourself and knowing what you're gifted at and respecting the differences that you might have to someone else. So not making who you are small, but actually really respecting the differences that we carry. So for me, for example, Um, I've always loved entrepreneurship. I love that. I grew up in a family that was very um, engaged in um, creating their own businesses. And instead of putting that down on the inside of me, I've often asked the Lord what he's wanted me to do in this season. And he has given me ideas. And then it requires the leaning in on the Lord, the faith and the courage to see it come to pass. And so I think, first of all, it is leaning into the Lord and leaning into how God created you, not making those things small, but actually making those things really important as you walk through um, into the next season of faith and courage as you see it come to pass. Wow. So that actually has a lot to do with identity, right? Knowing knowing who you are in Christ. You said know him and Mm -hmm. then allow him to show you the unique ways that you're made and and your unique giftings. And you do that 
so beautifully and he really does he lights those things up in the in what we do in the world in creative ways but in our culture in our time in all the things that are going on right now there's a lot of reasons people are not embracing creativity and what would you say is preventing most women right now from living creatively well i think there's quite a few things that that limit us but i i do think that a lot of people give into the imposter system or that part of us it's like oh someone else should be doing this and someone else will be better at this and it's not really me that should be doing this i don't know if it's like i don't know why would god want me to i'm not strong i'm not I'm not famous. I'm not unique. And so there's a sense of unworthiness that we give into as, especially as women, but men too, where we just step back and think someone else will step in. Um, and I guess the question for us is what if no one else steps in? Like, what if that was actually our position and our place and we didn't do it this morning, actually in our service, the pastor highlighted some scriptures and I don't have them written down, sorry, but it talked about like how the Lord was basically asking for someone to intercede and no one stepped in. And I, I think oftentimes we do that. We go, oh, I don't have everything that I should have. So I just don't. So that feeling of unworthiness. I think the next thing is just the feeling of giving up, just giving up on our dreams, giving up on the things we once thought we could do and not pursue them because it just seems too complicated. And so I feel like there's a lot of different reasons, but those are the two that come to mind right off the bat. And I believe on your journey and the way that you have lived creatively, you've overcome those things that can limit. And my guess is you've done it more than once. So what, what is it that you've accessed that you've been able to move through failure and challenges and those things that can make us feel like giving up? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it comes down to belovedness. I feel like it comes down to like, you know, I, I actually have had to go through many seasons where I've had to ignore maybe some of the voices of people, like even, you know, maybe teachers in the past or someone who didn't really see you as special or that you were really had something to offer or overlooked you where you let go of those things and say, but the Lord hasn't overlooked me. The Lord has made me and gifted me uniquely, and he desires me to come and use my gifts for him first. Um, and I think in the, in, the, in the light of all the things um, that we go through at, through our lives to find ourselves, I, I've come to the realization that some people, they die not loving themselves. They actually, they just never, ever got to that place. And I don't want to be there. And so what would happen if I truly loved myself? Like I think others are worth worthy of love. Like what if I took that love? I think everyone else deserves. And I started asking myself, how do I love myself out of not out of like, oh, I'm so amazing and an ego, but actually out of being belovedness by the father that this great and mighty creator who made the stars and all the earth, all the earth and the universe and everything beyond that he still felt it was important to him to create me and my being. And in Romans, it talks about that we were all created with gifts and a calling. A gifts, plural. So I have many things that live on the inside of me that are meant for me to pursue and to live out and to develop that God actually put inside of me. And I imagine he must have like, this is my imagination and my creativity. I'm very visual. So I imagine the Lord like, you know, cooking up a Jocelyn. And what did he do? He was like, I'm going to give her the gift of, I'm going to give her the gift of, and he started putting things into this big recipe of who I would become. 
And here I was born on this earth and it's up to me to unpack those things with the Lord. And so small nudges where he's like, Hey, try this small, you know, opportunities that come my way where he's like, I made this and I orchestrated this for you, where I step into those things. And every time I do, even if I fail, I still come back to, Oh, the Lord, God, I'm just learning myself. Thank you for your grace as I embrace on this path. And I just think there's such a beautiful way we can hug ourselves through life through the knowing of Christ died for me, loved me and called me his own. I am seen, known and loved by an amazing God. Wow. I think you just unlocked some creativity. Truly. You just unlocked, uh, the, you know, really the gateway to, to life and the freedom that, you know, you, like you said, failure. Yes, sometimes, but that Mm -hmm. power of the belovedness to keep going and to keep going with him and for him. And Mm -hmm. isn't that true that, that game changer of being able to receive his love Mm -hmm. and, and and that nourishment from him, that life from him, uh, that is sustaining through those dry seasons. That's powerful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with, with all of us today, Jocelyn, if you could leave our gather influence podcast listeners with one final thought to take with all of us, as Mm -hmm. we move forward to influence our world in 2022, what would you say? I would say the world needs you. Like you are carrying something very special for this time. You were put on this planet for this year, for this season, for this decade. And the Lord is calling you out of hiddenness and into a time where you shine. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just step in with courage and put the word of God in your heart for every moment that is still yet to be. Um, And let his word just become your guide and your comfort. But we need you. Women, it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up and do the things you've always dreamt of doing. Don't be shy. Let's do it together. Thank you. So welcome to this segment of the Gather Influence podcast. My name is Elizabeth Ojo. I'm based out of Montreal, Quebec, and I am a current member of the Gather Voices coaching program. I'm really excited to have you join us for this segment of the Millennial Woman and the Future Church. And I am excited to interview my guest, Annie, which I will introduce shortly. But like I said, really this segment, this 10 minutes that we have, we'll really be talking about the future of the church, the millennial woman, and what we would like to see from our point of view. So um, my friend, my guest is a 20-something, and I won't reveal her age, (laughs) entrepreneur, (laughs) worship leader, Christian artist, podcaster. Honestly, the list is pretty exhaustive, but she's an amazing all-around creative that I have the great pleasure of calling a good friend. Um, So Annie, before we begin deep diving into this topic, is there anything that you'd like to add to your bio? Well, no. First of all, hi. Hi, Liz. And thank you for having me on here. I'm really honored. And that is a great intro. (laughs) Definitely nothing I can add to that. (laughs) Cool. Love that. So jumping into it, Millennial Woman and the Church. So as we know, Mm -hmm. of course, um, we're in a pandemic. The church has had to pivot. And I know we've used that word quite a bit, um, Mm -hmm. but that's the reality of it, right? And really dig deep into their mission, their call, and how do you want to serve the people in your community, which of course includes us, millennial women. So 
If I want to answer one large incompetency question, I would say as a millennial woman, and of course we go to the same church, we've served together. um, What's your hope for the future church, right? And if I were to rephrase it, what would you like to see more um, within the body of Christ? So let's start with that. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat, being unapologetic and taking ownership. So what I mean by that is, as you said, we're, we've been in a pandemic and uh, I think more now than ever, we've seen societies change. We've seen political climates change. As millennials, we know how fast paced everything is with trends, with um, everything that we go through. And in all of this, I would love the church to be, yes, aware of what is going on in the world, but not confirm to it, not confirm to every single of our human wimps of our human desires, but instead, I would love the church to be as steady as it can in bringing the gospel's response to whatever cultural, political, or societal thing that is going on and that we are living as humans. For the church to, I think I've heard this comparison before, almost like a hospital or this place where people can go in and heal. and. Um, yeah, I think that over the past two years, we've also seen how even seasoned Christians, just like everyone else, have been heavily impacted by the times that we do live in. And I would really love for the church to be firm and steady in what the Bible teaches us rather than what society pressures us to think, to say, or how to act. So in a nutshell, I would love to see the church being really unapologetic and what is the gospel? Well, I mean, that's that's an amazing answer. I feel like we can just end it right there. But <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to our listeners, um, unapologetic. Um, that, of course, really runs true to me. And I think to you, too. Um, I think what's interesting is about as millennials, like you said, like we want change. We a lot of us are some form of we're, we're into advocacy. Let's put it that way. So when you Mm -hmm. say you want the church to be unapologetic, right? And you mentioned a few things that's interesting about it being like a hospital and a soldier. I'm curious to see, right, when you say the church being unapologetic and speaking the gospel in face of, let's say, some of the current situations we're going in, example, a pandemic, what does that mean? Does that mean like churches responding to some of the current issues that we're seeing? Does that mean that, um, they're bringing what Jesus would do. So as a millennial and as a woman, like what kind of response um, or how do you think the church should respond to these things to be encouraging for other women of influence? Yes, I would say that the church should always model how Jesus would have responded to it. So I think we live in times where, especially as millennials, what is so important is to be politically correct at all times. I mean, I'm not just talking lawsuits, I'm talking being canceled, okay? So we live in times of where cancel culture can make or break a thing. You can say one wrong thing or something that you say can be taken completely out of context and that can end you. But this is not a fear that I think churches, pastors, um, ministries should have to necessarily deal with or be aware of because we know what is written in the gospel and we know that it's not about 
who is being canceled by a society or by people. This isn't a popularity contest, Mm. um, but it is about the word. Mm -hmm. And unless the word is at the forefront, I think the church will become a very, um, how can I say, say this a very, it can, it it can be a huge danger to the church. Mm -hmm. If the focus is more on people's perception rather than what is being taught, what is the word? So this is what I mean by being unapologetic. Yeah. No, I love, no, actually I love that. Love that. Love that. So that's, that's a really good response because you're so right. Um, the church has to be unapologetic. I need to stand firm in what the Bible says. And especially in this day and age where one thing out of context can potentially cancel you, that cannot be a fear, right? Like for me, the way I see it, I think the church has to stand firm, needs to be unapologetic, as we're saying. But because you're unapologetic, because they know they're firmly, firmly rooted in Christ, it enables them to just be bold in their response. Now, I'm curious now specifically to women, um, for women, right? Um, Because with this podcast, it's either leaders, it's women that want to step into a potential, into maybe um, an area of leadership. Is there anything that you feel like the church should be more conscious of or more unapologetic of specifically for women in the church? Great question. I think, and I can only speak from my perspective as someone who is uh, yet active in the church as a worship leader, but at the same time also active in the uh, in the corporate world. Um, almost to see, and I, I recall conversations that I've had with my pastor on that issue because uh, I remember uh, in my early twenties, this used to be an issue for me: how to affirm myself in a corporate setting on a day-to-day by staying true to my values and also staying true to what I thought or what I believe God would see me be as a woman, how I should be as a woman and how these two things would even go hand in hand. Because I feel like subconsciously we go already into that role of almost submission or Mm -hmm. have like a stance of, oh, servitude or serving or rather lowering our voice and our 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 stance but how to do this in a corporate setting or whatever setting it is that you hold influence in and I would love to even have the church teach on this because the role not to say that the role of a woman has changed but the role different roles that women now have in our day and age in our society what it means to be a millennial woman uh, to really redefine that or to put even a definition to it so I would love to see um, seminars on that I would love to hear messages on that and again it's not necessarily something that has to change over the years because the word doesn't change but how do we adapt it to Mm -hmm. what we know and how do we stay true to ourselves as well as true to the world that's a that's a great response. And I and I guess I would agree with you on that. I we both have um I guess the privilege to be within um a local church that does affirm the woman's voice, the female voice in terms of a leadership point of view, and not just leadership, right? Is very about saying that women and men are of equal value in God's eyes. And 
that's something I would definitely, I think I would definitely love to see more in the church. Um, being unapologetic on a woman's role. I think, unfortunately, culture, the old way of doing things has clouded how the church speaks about women, how the church upholds women. And I think as millennial women, we are making moves in our careers outside the church. And I think one of the things I want to see specifically is the church be unapologetic about women's roles women's abilities women's gifting um and i think that that would be a game changer and i'd love to see how that plays out in the next 10 or 15 years so before we wrap this up i'd love to ask you one closing question annie and say if you had to leave our gather influence leaders right so women of influence going into this year of 2022 with a final thought on this topic what would you like to say Mm, you're gonna laugh at this <laughs> because this is the banner of our local church so you're familiar with what I'm going to mm-hmm. say but uh, the banner that we have and what I would want women to leave with in 2022 is to take new ground because when we speak of women of influence we have to understand that we don't just influence other women yeah. but women influence point blank yes so I want to leave by saying that we do have equal value. Mm -hmm. There's so many verses in the Bible that describe what we bring to the table, how Mm -hmm. God sees us, how we can step with a godly confidence, knowing that this is how he has designed us to influence exactly this area in a way that not better, but different than a man can. And This is why I want to encourage women, whatever their background is, whatever their story is, whatever influence that they have to just go into that space and take in that new ground. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I love how you tied it into the batter of our local church. Thank you for that amazing answer. And I think it just reaffirms the importance of being planted within a local church that does affirm the female voice. We're not just called to influence women, but I truly believe we're called to influence women, men, children, really the people that God has enclosed us. So thank you so much for that amazing answer. And I hope that you as listeners, um, you enjoyed this segment, really. So this is the point of view of two millennial women in the church, leaders in the church, leaders outside of the church in our respective careers. And this is what we'd like to see for the future. So on that note, thank you so much for listening and wishing you um, an amazing rest of 2022. Trust that you were inspired by the depth and the wisdom and the richness and the insight of these girls residing in our nation here in Canada. What incredible voices are in this nation and you are one of them. So as you listen, as you awakened, as you are invited to see and discover where your voice is written into this story here in our nation, why don't you consider signing up and registering or even just inquiring about the Gather Voices coaching cohort beginning any day now and we are really excited about the guest coaches and the relationships and the community that is going to form in this next six months so go to gatherwomen.com check it out prayerfully consider it take a step of faith and join us 
online and then in person for Gather Rise in November. You are loved, girls. Bless you. Bless your voice. You're coming and you're going in every single sphere of influence. It is so worthy. Your voice is so worthy of being developed and really amplified in this season because if your voice is not being heard, read, experienced where you are called to be, then who is going to speak on behalf of what you carry on the inside of you? So go for it. We love you. We're championing you in every way.